Welcome to Window of Opportunity, a Stargate Rewatch podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 2, Episode 22, Out of Mind. Yay! We made it finally. Thanks for sticking with us, but we're back. Just in time to finish Season (laughs) 2. Sorry we left y'all hanging. Uh, But we're we're here. We're here. Season 2, Season Finale. So... Yeah, yeah just in time for a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> the season two finale. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. And uh, Stargate's still on Netflix. Still no news about when slash if that's going away, as it was supposed to months ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're still here. We're, we're, we're going to keep going. And until, well, I don't know, until we're done, I guess. We're sticking with <laughs> Delightfully vague. We're gonna keep going until we're done. <laughs> Whether that, that means actually <laughs> that means we're actually done with the show in its entirety, or we just get sick of doing this. <laughs> well, we'll 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 see. <laughs> we decided another show halfway through. Yep. I don't know though. We're both pretty stubborn. I feel like we're gonna see this through to the end. Yes, and when we get to Atlantis, that's gonna be interesting. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do it together. I don't yeah. Know. I have some ideas, but that's like, you know, six years away. So sweet. <laughs> we have, we have time to figure that out. <laughs> so we'll work on it. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so how did you like this episode? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Good. <laughs> so how did you like this one? I mean, for a clip show, it's got a really good conceit out of like, you know, clip shows from all genres of shows. There's, you know, it's, it's a thing that happens every now and then. And I think, the story structure around this particular clip show is actually interesting. You know, it's not just, Oh, Hey, remember when? And then like five minute clip montage. Oh, but wait, remember when another three minute montage, there's actually like a bit of story around it. So. Yeah, I do. I do think they, they tried really hard to come up with something creative for a clip show. What I do like though is I have to tell a side story. So there's this movie, it's a Katie Holmes movie, and it's a movie about her being the daughter of the president and like trying to go to college and be like a normal person going to college while still being the president's daughter. Right. And yes. All about how her roommate, you know, helps her be a normal person and whatnot. And there's this one scene in that movie that Katie Holmes can't go to a party because she has to go to some, you know, state thing. And she is, you know, shaking people's hands and whatever. And she looks out the window and she sees her roommate and a bunch of friends like waving at her through the window, like come to the party. And they hold up this sign that says like fun this way or something. <laughs> and I watched the commentary for this movie. And I always love how that actress was doing commentary for it. And she's like, what I love about this is that means my character was like, wait, we need to go get some posters. We need to go get some pens. We need to go get some paint. We need to make this poster so we can go get her and go to the party. (laughs) So short story long, every time I watch episodes like this Stargate one where they put on this huge ruse, it means that the ghouls had to have been like, wait, okay, we need somebody to make uniforms. We need extras. Here's your motivation. We have it in like... Oh my God, right. In the background, all this stuff. Because not only do they have the main people doing the ruse, they have extras. They have side people that all have, like, proper costumes and uniforms and, like, an entire set which needed to be built at some point in time. And it's just fantastic to imagine all that happening. 
Is, is, is there a director in the background yelling, places, people? Okay, he's coming <laughs> yeah. around the corner. He's coming around and go. And like, and go. And yeah. go. And go. No, wait, stop, stop, stop. No, wait, come back, come back, come back, come back. Okay, now. <laughs> it's just awesome to think and stuff like this. Oh, I never had thought of it like that before, but now that's the only thing I'm going to be able to think about when we watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> concept meetings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so so uh, for those of you, for if, if you're new and this is like your first episode, you didn't listen to our politics episode. When we do the clip shows, we actually do them commentary style. So uh, when we get there, we're going to do like three, two, one, play. And like talk our way as we watch the episode. So if you want to like pause this, go get yourself a drink and a snack and get your Netflix queued up. Awesome. You can watch along with us because uh, you will not hear the audio of the episode in here, uh, which also means there will be dead spots every now and then if we just, you know, have nothing to say, aren't engrossed in watching it. Um, so just just so y'all out there are prepared for what's what's about to go down. Yeah, this <laughs> is a play along. It's much more fun if you're watching it with us. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to be like, what are they talking about? So. And who is that? What? Huh? Him? Who's him? Mm-hmm. Who's her? Who's she? Yes. So. But yeah. Thanks for putting that in my head, Rachel. It's going to be fun. It is. <laughs> uh, okay. So this is Out of Mind. It originally aired on March 12th, 1999. The story is by Jonathan Glasner and Brad Wright with the teleplay by Jonathan Glasner and everybody who wrote all the other episodes. And it was directed by Martin Wood. And in this episode, O'Neill awakens seemingly from a 79-year cryogenic sleep to find his team is long dead. He is questioned about the Stargate, but then discovers that it's a setup and he's actually a prisoner of the Gould who intend to learn all his secrets and then destroy him. Anything else before we get into this and hit play? No, let's do this all together now. All right, we're going to count it down, and we've got it queued up right to the very, very beginning. So we're going to do three, two, one, play. Play! All right, the MGM lion roared. Which is not actually a lion. It's like a whole bunch of different animal sounds. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah. We still never figured out what the sound effect is for the Gould. Nope. So we're we're still looking. If you know what sound makes the Gould parasite, the little squeaky squeaky thing, please let us know. Yeah. All right. We got we got two Vancouver actors bingo to start us off with. We got Tom Butler and Samantha Ferris. So cross them off your list. What else was she in? She was Ellen in Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I kept seeing her face, and I was like, I know you. I know you from something. You're a big deal. What is it? Yeah, okay. No, supernatural. And a whole bunch of other stuff, but yeah, mainly Supernatural, probably. <gasps> what? Okay, what did you think was happening here, like, when you first were watching this? Do you, do you remember, like, what you were thinking initially? When you see this pod and Jack in it? Um, I did think that he was in some sort of alien environment. Or maybe he, maybe this was another one where they, you know, he turns out to be a clone or something. But I did not assume it was like a future thing. 
Yeah. Definitely. I think my, yeah, my first thought was, yeah, alien capture something. But yeah, definitely not on our Earth, at least. And everyone you know is dead. I mean, would you just drop that news like that? I imagine everyone you probably knew is dead. Like, the dude woke up two seconds ago. I I want to give him some time to, like, become fully cognizant before you drop that bomb on him, maybe? Cheers to the ghoul, though, for thinking of that, of, like, okay, if we freeze him and we unfreeze him, how in the world is he going to believe that this whole thing is real. I know. Let's tell him it's the future. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Just in case you want to sync up. <laughs> oh, Amanda tapping. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, her Twitter got hacked like a couple weeks ago. It was bad. Really? It took, it took her like a week to get it back. Like, oh, no. they, I mean, luckily they weren't tweeting horrible things. It was just like, buy my NFT, buy my NFT. But it was like, oh my God, dude, stop. Terrible. Oh man. Very annoying. How do you even get that back? She had to like go to like Twitter support and like prove at something. I don't know. Oh. But, yeah. It was kind of a mess. Weird. Yeah. I don't have her Twitter account. I don't know these things. Oh. I follow all of them because, you know, I have podcasts about it and I should probably follow them and see what they're up to. Who tweets the most? Peter Williams and Sue Ann Braun. Mm. Who's Hathor? So. Hey. Yes. Hey, look, there's Sue Ann Braun. Speaking of. Yay. So. Which, like, the first time you see this, like, does that kind of spoil things? But then, like, the clip show bit starts. It's like, oh, she's probably just credited because of her bits in the clip show that are yeah. going to be shown. And then it's like, oh, but wait, whoops, I don't know. Yeah. So see, now for this, are you thinking like, okay, so there had to have been a meeting about what the uniforms need to look like that look yeah. fake. Um, we need to recruit some Jaffa in the background there to be extras. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know what information we should know and what information we need so they know what questions to ask, but then mm-hmm. also what information they can give him in return. Yeah. Who, the, who, like, who, like, is that just Hathor going, this is how it's going to be? Or was there a committee? <laughs> Do you yeah. Trust and committee? to oversee like, all the construction. Yeah. Also, these people are talking in normal voices. So are they Gould or are they Jaffa? Right. And they're speaking in, like, flat American accents, too. Not the typical sort of British foreign accent that evil people have all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. A lot of decisions had to be made by the ghouls <laughs> for this. Oh. It's so much fun to think about. Yeah. Now in your head, you could play all these like ghouled meeting uh, <laughs> scenarios in your head. Um, <laughs> like outtakes of the meetings they had of what things need to look like. Yeah. Who told those actors to start walking? What, yeah. what conversation are those people in the background having? Are they like just talking about him or are they, do they have, were they given dialogue? Like, (sighs) and why did he even get a tour? Like, why did the set need to be that big? Why didn't they just keep him in the room? Probably because they know he's smart enough to be like, you're not showing me something. Like if they don't, if they don't let him out of that room, that's going to be suspicious to him. 
I think at least then, yeah. He's the only one that got clothes. <gasps> Everyone you know is gone. <sighs> Does your hair grow when you're cryogenically frozen or just all of that stop? Ooh, that's a good call. I don't know. I would imagine it all stops. Okay. The funny really thing. good question. I don't know. What? Just, I don't know. Just the funny is like, this set is just the set. <laughs> like, I know. And like later when he goes to knock on it, he's like, it's plastic. Like, yeah, it's actually just plastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I wondered too is when he discovers that it's a ghoul ship and you know, he goes through the elevator and the other half is like the gold ship. I wondered too, if they were just, if that's how the set normally looks and someone was like, how can we use this to our advantage? Uh, I can tell you, no, it is not. The gold ship is a separate set from the SGC. Oh, so they, oh that's right. You've been there. You I've went been to the Vancouver there. sets. Yep. Way, way back uh, season during season 10. So. It's it's been many years, but yes, I have been there. Way back when, oh, that kind of makes me sad. I kind of wanted it to be like just how the set looked, and they were like, "Hey." <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Oh. I do think this though is like a good story that the ghoul came up with. That they went on a mission, something happened on the mission, and they came back like in the cryogenic chambers, which is why he doesn't remember going back to the SGC because something happened you know, when he was out there. Yeah. Those patches are the wrong color, aren't they? Yeah. Ooh. Although, although their weapons are still the weapons that Jack would know. Like, why haven't the weapons changed in 80 years? You'd think they'd have the sure. guns, you know, would look a little different. Yeah. The Tok'ra. going to just stick a giant tack in your head. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Ow. He does a really good job with being in pain. Yeah. Okay, fun fact, that little device thingy she's using is a nose hair trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be a little drop of blood, like he was bleeding? I think so. Oh. It's like that's kind of a night nice, that's kind of a little neat detail, I think. Continuity. Yeah. So guided meditation. Where everything is displayed on TV for all to see. I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. You don't need to see. How, how would that even work? The human yeah. mind, like, whenever you think of stuff, it's so jumbled anyway. Yeah. You know the TV show The Expanse? Yes. Which I have not watched all of it. I only started to watch it and then kind of lost it. Hmm. But one of the characters says a really good line of, you know, the memories that you think of the most, your brain always changes a memory a little bit every time you think of it. So like yeah. our greatest memories are also our greatest illusions. 
Ooh. That's a nice line. Yeah. Here we go. The knocks again. Hey, with the knocks. Conveniently, none of these things are from Jack's point of view. I know. It's like, why? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, like they should be looking directly to camera if we're. Jack wouldn't have that point of view. Why are we seeing it that way? But it's kind of one of those things you just hand wave because TV. Yep. But yeah, that should not be what Jack's memories look like. No. No. So. But you know, clip show. Yeah. Which, when I was, like, looking into this and, like, you know, reading through the chat rooms and stuff, the most people like it, but if people did have an issue, the main issue is that it's the season finale and it's a clip show. Like, they don't mind it being a clip show, but they mind it being the season finale. Oh, like it should have been the second to last or something? Yeah. Like, like recapping everybody? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can dig it, people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I can get with that. Mm-hmm. Asgard. Asgard. Hey, look, it's Thor's ship. Whee! Yay! Yay, Thor. Thor's chariot. Yay! Did you ever notice how Thor's chariot looks like Thor's hammer? Like it's, it's got that like shape to it. Like so if you really look like on, like like if you kind of look at it from like the underside or from the top down, it's kind of got that. See, like the kind of hammerhead shape. Yeah, so it really should have been just like Thor's bigger hammer. <laughs> Thor's Thor, other Thor's hammer. Thor's sledgehammer. <laughs> Thor's sledgehammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Oh. And there the Asgard actually are. Oh, they're so cute. With their little weird naked bodies. <laughs> weird alien bodies. Yeah. So do you think their bodies once had, like, distinctive parts and, like, I don't know, genitals and stuff? And just over time they got rid of them the more they were cloning themselves? possibly yeah I do always wonder when you like you have those aliens that like don't wear clothes anymore and don't seem to have any sex external sex organs yeah like what happened along the way how did that yeah. evolve to be like hey I don't really need like, you anymore yeah yeah we all look the same anyway no I'm not gonna say that thought nope I'll leave that one in my head <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, should I just say it? Okay, because also, like, how how do they pee? How do they pee? Oh, hmm. Just like osmosis, it just sort of osmosis out through their skin. Like, it's a good question. You know, but but where where, do, where does the body waste go? I hmm. guess. Because you know. Well, that, obviously, they didn't think about that when they were designing these. Apparently not. They did not have the thought of how in the world are these guys going to pee. Nope. They should have. Yes. This clip goes on for a very long time. This Asgard yes, thing. Yes, it does. 
Like it does. I I know I mentioned it before, and it still bugs me every time on sci-fi shows. Every time we meet somebody that's more technologically advanced than us, they're always like, "You're young. We can't help you." But you'll learn eventually. And every time on sci-fi shows, when we when we meet somebody that's less technologically advanced, if we don't help them, we're just complete assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's like there's there's got to be a happy medium between those two things. Like. Yeah. I I cannot remember a time when we met a less technologically advanced race somewhere and we were like oh you guys are you'll get there don't worry or we met a more advanced race and they actually gave us technology or helped us advance or something and we didn't fuck it up yeah (laughs) yeah oh Ernest and the Heliopolis still one of my favorite episodes of all time that is a good one yeah Do you like all those different writings? Yeah. Whoever, yeah, whoever came up with like the writing systems did a really good job. Ooh, I wonder if you could get those as fonts. You can. The different Stargate alien race fonts. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah, I had a oh. couple once upon a time. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, I have over a thousand fonts. I'm kind of a a slut for fonts. You're a fontient. <laughs> I am. When when I was in New York, I went to MoMA, and there's a whole room dedicated to like the the um, font evolution, like the evolution of fonts. And I was like, oh, and I just like took pictures of everything. I was like, oh my god, I love this room. I never want to leave. But, I want to download you, and I want to download you, you, and I download you. you. Yeah. So is it like your secret dream job? Your secret, not so secret dream job to just design fonts? No. No, you just love them. I just like them. Yeah. Although I did get a, a hand lettering book for Christmas. So I can Ooh. practice like fancy hand lettering and stuff because there's mm-hmm. a difference between hand lettering and calligraphy. They are two different things, apparently. Oh, okay. So, yes. Because calligraphy is still kind of cursive, right? Yeah, I think the main difference is calligraphy is all done in like one stroke, whereas hand lettering, you kind of go back and embellish and flourish after the fact if you will yeah interesting yes yeah, that's no. just a marker she just has a marker in her hand that was just a marker was she writing something it was supposed to be some sort of detector device thing oh. i don't <laughs> oh it's a little <laughs> syringe thingy oh okay okay what is that stuff it was green before now it's blue is it a different thing I don't know, some sort of mind control something. Yeah. Uh-oh, the music says something's happening. The music tells <gasps> me something pod? weird is happening. What's this? Wait, is there another pod? What? Who's this? What's happening? Mm. What's going on? The music tells me this is not good, though. So now I'm nervous. I don't know what to think. So how long do you think they actually kept them? I mean, I think it's probably actually only been like a couple days. Maybe a yeah. week. <gasps> Daniel, what? But he's, he's alive. He's on that what? And he's very naked. And they gave him a haircut. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is the haircut, haircut episode. He's no longer James Spader's clone. <laughs> <laughs> he 
So at some point in time, the ghoul looked at his hair and they were like, no. That's got to go. That's got to no. go. <laughs> Wait, who's this? There's another? There's another pod. What? Who do you think this could be? Oh my God. Just anticipation. What's happening? Oh my God. <gasps> Samantha! No. Oh my goodness. I think she does the best job of... Where the hell are my, where am I? Who is this? What is, what's going on? I say, that was like a really good cough. <laughs> like when she yeah. woke up. Like it, it, like it sounded like it came like from deep within her chest somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, she does the best job of being disoriented. Yeah. Like what's happening? What's going on? Yes. Well. Why is she still, why didn't they give her clothes before they started doing the mind probey thing on her? Come on. No, they don't give anyone clothes except for Jack. I know. Can we please give them clothes? They are people. They deserve clothes. <laughs> no, they get blankets only. <gasps> that was a little slip up there. Pa, because she said Apophis, but as far as we know, Apophis is dead. Oh, man. She, I think she recovered fairly well, though. This was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's just, you know, the guy who's been the worst to you, so therefore there are strong memories attached to that name. So ah, now we know yeah. why she was cast in that ghoul role. Mm-hmm. Did they have like an, an, an improv day? Did they play yes and <laughs> to, to cast the parts? <laughs> See, that's the other thing. There had to have been auditions. <laughs> Gould auditions for the roles. Oh, don't you love it? I do so much. <laughs> oh, I might need to tweet Samantha Ferris and be like, hey, so your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. your Gould character have a motivation? Yeah. How, how, did, how did you embody a U.S. American soldier scientist? From the year, you know, 2080, whatever it's supposed to be. Right. Like, how, what was, what was your Gould's motivation? <laughs> how did you how prepare? Did, how did you learn? Was there a class? <laughs> what did Hathor teach you? <laughs> uh, I think, again, this is another clip that just goes on a little too long. Yeah. Or, like, what information they really need from it. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that guy raising the roof? Did in in the in the front glider as it was going up, the dude was like, "Where's the roof?" I, did, I was paying attention. Everybody was running really fast in the background, like almost too fast. Okay, like they were playing the clip a little speedy. Okay, it's possible. Bomb delay. I mean, if you can't get down there, just you blow it up. I did like this part, like when we originally watched it, where Braytech was like, we must crawl down here and crawl over there and crawl over there and go through there and go through this little tiny tunnel. And Jack's just like, I got bombs. Yeah. Let's go blow it up here. Here we go. Here we go. Ta-da. And off to go with one minute left, because there's always one minute left. Always. Always one minute. Do you ever calculate when things say a certain time? Calculate like what how much time actually passes before it explodes sometimes but then oftentimes they're cutting between things that are happening simultaneously so like movie time doesn't always equal real time because they have to show these people over here running but then they kind of have to like 
go back in time to show these people over there doing that stuff at the same time as those people were over there. So, but whenever somebody has to hold their breath in the movie, do you hold your breath too? I do not. Never thought about that one. I do that sometimes. Like when people like dive in water or something, like, can I hold my breath that long? (laughs) I never can. (laughs) Never? No. I can't help but staring at those things on their chest and just imagining that, like, they're just stuck on. Yeah. <laughs> I like that cut, though, where it goes from, like, you think they're talking to Sam and then, like, the other guys continuing the conversation. But now they're with Daniel. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's some good editing in here. Yeah. Now we get the rundown of all the gold we've encountered. Here were. Mr. Clean. And there's a bullseye from Jack right through the palm of the hand. No. Ouch. Ouch. Do you think he meant to do that? Yes. Of course, Hathor. We don't like her. We don't like her, no. Her hair is just awful. Hmm? Her hair is just awful. It's a really bad wig. It, yeah, it's not the best of wigs. It is not the best of wigs. Yeah. It just, what? It, she magically has a glowing thing. And what? Sorry. It just, it looks too much like a wig. Like they didn't, I don't know. It looks like from yeah. like, you know, the party store or something. Yeah. Yeah. We find out later it's actually her hair. We're like, oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad wig. It's like, oh, God, that growing belly. What's happening? Like, is this how all Jaffa are made? Or is this, like, how Jaffa are made from non-Jaffa people? Like, like was Tilk born with it already there? Or did this... Well, you see, when... <laughs> when a ghoul loves a person very, very much, she gives him a special hug. <laughs> and then he has a pouch. And uh, that is how Jafas are made. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, was like Tilk was Tilk born with the pouch? Like, is that part of their physiology, like on um Chulak? Or are all Jaffa born like normal humans and then the pouch is made later? And then they get the special hug. And then they get the special hug later. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like the special hug idea. (laughs) So is that part of the Primta then? Like when Ryak was getting his symbiote put in, was he also getting the pouch made at that time? Oh, I don't know, because his health started to fail, which is why he needed it, right? Right. So, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe they get the pouches when they're babies. Mm. Baby pouch. Maybe. And now she... make it up. Yeah. <gasps> no, they're on file. What is that squeaking? Oh, we need to know. No. <laughs> oh. And there she goes. There she goes. Bye, Hathor. But why can't they give Daniel clothes? Like, not that I mind. 
Michael Shanks being shirtless here, but <laughs> it just Quite. seems weird. Yeah, I don't. I I find it very strange that they never gave any of them clothes. I know. It's like really, you're just gonna let them sit around in sheets now that they're awake? Like, can't get them like a hospital gown or something? Like, come on. Also, what do you think would have been the plan if they actually, you know, if they didn't figure it out and Hathor's plan kept going and I, I'm not really sure what her end game was. Like, get the information out of them, cool, and then what? Kill them? I guess? That's, like, it's a really expensive, like, long, like, lengthy ruse to just be like, man, we're done. Yeah. But I mean, what else would she do? Could she keep them prisoner forever? It's either life imprisonment or death, really, once she gets once once she gets what she wants, it's either death or life in prison. Cake or death. Cake or death. <laughs> Cake or death. <laughs> uh, the chicken. <laughs> that's not an option, Rachel. Oh, without a cake. <sighs> death. No, cake. Ah, ah, ah. You said that. You said that. <laughs> you said death first. Ooh. Horus and Serpent Guards together in the same place? Cats and dogs living together. It'll be anarchy. That's <laughs> what I always think whenever that comes. It's like dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Masterious. Master. Yeah. Ooh, I'm that's sorry. Some bad music. What, General Hammond? I'm sorry. What? What? I mean, Hammond makes a lot of sense, though. Of like, we have no idea where to even look for them. Yeah. So what? That that is a really long time for Tilk to be out. Like. Yeah. What, what did they did do? She, yeah. What did she do to them? Hathor must have gotten some good stuff from somebody somewhere. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what would have, what, like, what, like, did she, like, suffocate that? I, like, I don't, some kind of drug thing? I don't know. It's mm. like, mm, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, well, he didn't really have any flesh wounds, so. No. Hmm. Some kind of gas, maybe, thing. Yeah. You're so right. You are very right, General Hammond, yes. Yes, he means he wants to leave the SGC. What do you think he means? They never really mentioned or discussed, like, what would have happened if Teal had just decided, yeah, I'm done, I'm cool, if they, if he would have been allowed to just leave. So I'm actually kind of glad that in this, they, they do just let him go. Yeah, because it's like, 
he's a friendly. You can't keep him there against his will. Right. Really. I mean, he's... Is he tearing up there? Is he crying? It looks like it. Oh. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Single man, tear of pain. (laughs) Single man, tear of pain. Like, I kind of get what Hammond's saying, but, like, he's no more of a threat than, like, Jack would be if Jack was taken prisoner, you know? Or anything. Like, or any alien race that's been to Earth. Yeah. I mean, Till Puppy's a little more information than, like, you know, random person who's been on base for a day. But True. Uh-oh. That was Uh-oh. not English. That was not. That was some kind of cool language. There had to have been a meeting about, like, push the button. What do we do in the scene? Push. You're gonna. What is Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. There should be, like, blood, like, all over his chest right now. Yeah. If that thing was actually stuck in him. Nice fake cough. Get the attention of the dude. So he'll come over and check on you. And then you knee him in the head. And then ninja flap. Watch out. And I will take his ghoul-issued t-shirt. <laughs> White old uniform of science. There. Aww, everything's there to see him off. This is quite touching. Oh, yeah. Do you think they took a special GDO code that was just for him? Because I'm sure the original SG1 code has been locked out by now. I hope so. They don't mention here at any time, like, hey, if you ever want to come back. Yeah. They they well, just say, like, bye. Yeah. I suppose you could always go to the Tok'ra and the Tok'ra could, you know, make a stop along the way. Not like, you'll go to the Tok'ra first. Because the Tok'ra are fine still. Yeah. But I definitely did notice that there was no conversation about, hey, you can come back anytime. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Thanks for your service. Bye. Have fun. Maybe it was, you know, implied you can come back anytime. I guess. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Bye, Tilk. We'll miss you. Isn't it convenient that that guy's like the same size as Jack? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I just love how he's wearing a t-shirt under the suit. Yep, just the white Hanes v-neck t-shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what? <gasps> what? That's oh. see? Yeah, see, I really had hoped that's just what the set looked like. Sorry, no. Man... <gasps> what? That I know how they cool do that. Shot. I know how, how they, they do, do that. that. So the camera zooms out as it physically pushes closer. Oh, 
that's how they do that. So, yep. I know some camera trickery. I forget where I read that in a book somewhere, but I was like, that's cool. Now I know how they do it. Uh Oh, you have to practice that sometime. Mm -hmm. That is a horse and a serpent guard together as friends. Oh, friendship and teamwork makes the dream work. Sorry, I'm watching too much previewed. Anyway, that is very interesting. Are those sconces like snake shaped? Yeah, yeah, they sure are. Like cobra heads, maybe. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Okay. Now where is he going? More guards. Boot leather, boot leather, boot leather, boot leather. <laughs> when there's people just in boots and cats. Okay, see, that would be annoying. You're just walking along thinking of something, and then suddenly your brain goes, hey! No, thank you. Why doesn't he just take it out? I don't know. I think it's dug in there pretty far. I think he's afraid of what it would do. Wait a minute, he's back in the SGC. What's this? What? What? Yeah. I was just here. So does this mean that they built three separate things of the same, oh. or they're just kind of still connected? I think it would have to be three separate ones, because you don't want them wandering from, like, Jack's SGC into, like, Sam's SGC. So they're, like, three different gate rooms? Yeah. Huh. Huh. See, that would have been a separate meeting. Uh, yeah. Again, they have three <laughs> fake stargates. Okay, so pay so pay attention. So this dude that Jack knocks out is like the same size as Jack, right? Ish. Mm-hmm. Yet his clothes will fit Amanda tapping perfectly as if they were tailored specifically for her. No, you know what? This time around when I watched it again, it does look kind of big on her. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Cause I didn't think it I thought it fit her a little too well for how big he is. Again, there should be blood spurting everywhere right now. Like, I love how she touches his arm. I was like, what? Oh my God, you're here? I thought that was a really cute gesture. Yeah. Oh, because you now she's like, you were dead, and last time he was almost dead was this time. And there are yeah. multiple things she could have chosen from. Ow. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. It's still like, ugh. No thanks. Yeah. Try not to think too much. This is Samantha Carter you're talking to. Yeah. Naked. Naked. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's like looking, trying not to look, and he's like, I love how he says trade clothes with that guy, though. Because <laughs> she's naked. Yeah. See, it looks big. No, it doesn't. 
Those like the I sleeves mean, so are perfectly fit. The pants are not huge. It fits her I shoulders, mean, but like around the around the around midsection, it's bigger. Yeah, so, like maybe. a big dude. I the guess. t-shirt fits her. The jacket's yeah. big. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, the t-shirt and the pants fit. The jacket's big. Okay. She's got a long coat. I don't think I noticed that before. Yeah. She's got like, like a fancy long, long one. Yeah. It's fancy. Mm. So the material of those jackets is like the same material as my dining room chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It looks really so sturdy. So there's that. <laughs> oh, they found the other SGC. Walk like you know what you're doing, and nobody will question you. Okay, at least there's no extras in this one. Yes. Oh my God! Hi, Daniel. Hey, buddy. Hey. Who are you? Where is this? Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) I have more questions, but thank you. Yeah, very appropriate. Yes. Where would they have gotten his clothes? Well, I mean, they had a uniform waiting for Jack, so they they probably had uniforms waiting for (laughs) for eventual use. Oh, I love this. I know. Which I love, I love that that's probably actually like an inside joke because there's probably like 800 doors on the SGC set that actually don't go anywhere to just have another wall behind them like that, you know? Yeah. Like the actual set, so. Yeah. There's the gate. I tell you what, for being on like around that base for, I don't know, two days. Yeah. Hathor really remembered, like, everything. Yep. That's the other thing, too, is that she had to tell everybody exactly what everything looked like. Yeah. So I had like, her try to describe it. And, like, all the numbers on the doors and stuff, like, she must have a photographic memory or something. It's her fancy gold parts. Dang it, Hathor. Ah, uh, crap. We're in it now. I kind of like your makeup. It's like 90s-tastic in an awesome sort of way. It is fantastic. Those are very 90s colors. Oh, they're immune to her little gassy drug thing now. That's good to know. How did that even happen? Um, I don't know. Okay, so she left the SGC and then went out to, like, the Forgotten Planets and, like, started collecting Jaffa, basically, right? Yeah, what we're sounds getting. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she wants them for information about the Gould. 
which seems weird. Like, we don't really know that much. It's like, you, you'd think she could, like, kidnap a Jaffa who knows more and just torture them for information, right? Like, yeah. There's no way we know enough information to be useful to her, really. Like, we know that Sokar and Heruer exist, and, like, that's it. Also, if she exists to, like, make more ghouls and make more, you know, little little squealy dudes, like, yeah. why? I don't know why she needs to hide. Yeah, what did she do? Well, did she do something to, like, get put in Egypt back in the day from where she woke up? Like, am I forgetting something? Like, why can't she just be like, hey, I'm back, bitches. Hi. Yeah, probably. Like, surprise, I'm, bitches. You know, whatever I'm that sure name is. I'm sure we are. I'm sure we are forgetting something. Forgetting? Yeah. How she was exiled, as it were. Yeah. Something. Maybe... Oh, this is the first appearance of the uh, CGI symbiote. Which I it looks so real. Like it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is 1999. CGI has come a long way. I almost said SGC has come a long way. <laughs> well, the SGC has come From... a long way. And to be continued. Okay. No. Done, done, done. Oh. Oh. Man, I kind of like doing the commentary episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember this stuff later. Maybe we should pick like one episode a season that we just like do commentary on. Yeah. Regardless of uh, it being a clip show or not. We'll have to take a vote of like the whole three people that listen to this if they really like it. Yeah. <laughs> if they watch with us. If it's more fun that way. Yeah, there's okay. I just I pulled up Hathor's like but like Stargate biography. There's nothing that seems to indicate she was like exiled. She just got left behind during the Towery Rebellion. But there's nothing to indicate like the other ghoul don't like her and like cast her out from among their ranks or anything. Like Yeah. She should be able to just go back and be like, Hey, what's up? I'm here again. And I'm pregnant. You want some more gold? I got you covered. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. Did I make any notes for this episode? Even though it was like the clip show thing. Um, well, I love that you even had some fun facts to throw out there. And you didn't uh, even have to try. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the the general plot, like the, the, the sort of surrounding story arc around the clip show, was apparently inspired by the 1964 movie 36 Hours, starring James Garner and Eva Marie Saint. Uh, in that movie, James Garner plays a major in the American military who's captured by Germans during World War II, who then try to convince him that the war is over so they can get details about what the Allies did, so they can oh. know what the Allies are doing. Huh. So interesting yes um did it do any other fun notes trivia um (laughs) 
Now, uh, yeah, no, that's about it for fun facts and stuff for this week. Oh, okay. So, yep. Um, well, so overall thoughts, what do you think? I did, I did really like this episode as far as clip shows go, but, and it, <laughs> it does make it so much better if you imagine like all of the, <laughs> All of the gold meetings that had to happen for the sets and motivations <laughs> and characters and costumes. And it just makes it a lot more funny. Yes. Uh, um, so we get so episode title, uh, as, as we've been doing lately. Um, out of mind, I had two thoughts. There's that old adage, out of sight, out of mind. I'm not sure how that really plays in here. My other thought was it possibly maybe is a reference to that memory device thing and that it literally displays their memories outside of their mind. Yeah. Possibly. Well, I mean, their whole, I I think it does actually relate a little bit to the out of sight, out of mind thing, because the fact that the ruse was supposed to be how you're the only one left. Everyone is dead. Oh, Yeah. Therefore, you don't see them anymore. Therefore, you can just tell us whatever we need to know. That's true. Yeah. So I think it is kind of that play, too. Okay. Um, speaking of that adage, out of sight, out of mind, when do you think is the first written record of out of sight, out of mind as a proverb kind of thing? Ooh. Man, I have no idea. 1894. 15 for oh man I was way off <laughs> uh in a book by John Haywood uh called a dialogue containing the number in effect of all the proverbs in the English tongue hmm, okay mm-hmm. yep uh would you like some foreign language titles because we got some interesting ones. we actually got some interesting ones this week you did these look these up okay good yeah. okay I like these. uh in French it's après un long sommeil which is after a long sleep okay uh, German is, uh, I, I can't, know. I don't know that one. Uh, it translates to Lion's Den Part 1 oh. in German. Okay. Uh, in Italian, it's Intrapola, which is trapped. Okay. In Spanish is Desde el Fondo de la Mente, which is from the bottom of the mind. Okay. Uh, the Czech one, I like the Czech one. Uh, Czech translates as Question of Memory. Oh, cool. And Hungarian translates to awakenings. Can you put the German one in the chat? I don't try to pronounce it. Okay, yes. Did, can can you pronounce German? I might. My my choir days might be helping me out of singing. Ah. Die Hol ist Lohentil? I don't even know if I said that right, but that's my guess. Okay. Die Hold ist Lohentil. Tier 1. Tier 1. Right? 1 oh, is 1. Oh, I didn't even see the 1. Yes, 1. Uh, 1. Okay. Um, apologies to with. any German listeners out there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if I said something unfortunate, I'm sorry. <laughs> but what uh, is that supposed to translate to? Uh, lion's Den. Yeah, Lion's Den. Oh. Probably like the Den of the Lion. The Den of the Lion. Yeah. yeah. 
as all those the, the European languages do. If anyone actually knows how to pronounce that, let us know. We should put that through one of the apps. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I think that, that's all I got. That's all I got for this week. That's all I got, too. It's fun to be back. Yay, we're back. So next week, we won't be starting season three. We'll be back with our season two wrap-up, as we did with season one. We're going to talk like our favorites, best ofs, and all of that stuff, like top five episodes. We're, we're going we're gonna to categorize this whole season. So we'll be back we're next gonna, week with that. We're going to judge it and rank it and yep. talk all kinds of shit about it. Yep, all of it. <laughs> From top to bottom, soup to nuts. Uh, In good ways. Yes. Um, so we'll be back with that. And then we'll start season three. And we're just going to, we're going to keep going. Because I'm, I'm, I'm having fun doing this. So. Yeah. 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 So thank you everybody for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at SG underscore rewatch. Or send us an email at woo. That's W-O-O-S-G rewatch at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us, please. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.